Welcome in to the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast. Producer Ian, hit the music. What's up? What's good? It's your boy, Big Gang, your host, JJ, and this is the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast. With me, as always, I got Keone. Hello, everybody. It is, we're in full range for the seasons of the other, you know, post-Halloween season. <laughs> so for that and more, follow me on the Twitter at Daydreamer Keone. And the birthday month boy himself, Ryan, is here. Hey, what's up, guys? You know the Twitter, R-O-K-K-O. Rocco. Daydreamer. I am a big proponent of you celebrating the whole month. Whatever whatever month you're born in, that whole month is your birthday. You guys should uh, treat yourself. Go do that. Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter at JJ Daydreamers. You guys can also follow our show there at FF Daydreamers, Instagram, FF Daydreamers. Uh, yeah, we got a few things to go over. We got some news, then we got waiver wire, and then we got our week eight recap. I, so. I don't like the way you said news like this, because this isn't just regular news. news. There is some news today. <laughs> some news. Let's yeah. get into it. Yeah, I like that. All right, on Thursday night, Packers tight end Robert Tunyon tore his ACL. He was placed on IR. He's going to be missing uh, at least close to the remainder of the season, if not the whole rest of the season. Rough for the Packers. I mean, it was unfortunate for him because, like, this was his game to kind of shine. And yeah, without Devontae Adams, Alan Lazard was out. Yeah, that's true. Rough. Mm. Wide receiver Calvin Ridley announced he is stepping away from football for the foreseeable future. This is the Atlanta Falcons number one wide receiver. This is kind of big news. No, it's not kind of. This is pretty big news. This is, this is huge news. So as Eagle fan, Lane Johnson just did the same thing, and he was kind of out for like three weeks. Um, So Calvin's out for three weeks. I mean, at least he came back. I might, you know, if he has to deal with his mental health, go deal with it and stuff like that. But man, this is humongous. He was a top, he was like people had him number one receiver for Dynasty. Yeah, especially like he was huge for Dynasty. Young, talented guy. Uh, Julio finally uh, leaves the team. Time for Calvin Ridley to step up into that number one role. And yeah, then all this happens. So I, th- I think this means Patterson Pitts. Those are Matt Ryan's go-tos. Mike Davis running the ball. I don't know if there's a receiver I really want. Russell Gage are, is okay. Are you holding on to Calvin Ridley? Yeah, I think I would. With Even if you don't have an IR spot. Yeah, because if he comes back, he's still a wide receiver two guy. You're not going to find... Yeah. In week 14, if, he's, if he comes back, you're not going to find a guy as talented on the waiver wire. Okay. That is, that is true. Um, I think just like regardless of like outside of the fantasy football stuff, like good for you, Calvin Ridley, like that's not an easy thing to do. And so for anybody like it's your mental health is more important than anything else. 
So take care of yourself, you know, over any over anything. So don't absolutely yeah, don't be tied to anything just because you feel like you nope. owe it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you don't owe anyone anything. So uh yeah, good for you, Calvin Ridley, for uh standing up and doing that. Uh being grown enough to say that you needed to. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, that's the hardest part is saying you yeah, know you need to, you need help. Yeah. So, good for you. Yeah. Proud of you. Uh, running back Derrick Henry will undergo foot surgery and is expected to miss six to 10 weeks. Man, this one is rough. Number one running back in the league right now before this injury. Uh, I mean, on pace to, to just be a monster. I mean, he's done it the past two years. Ryan talked about him last week. Man, Derrick Henry missing six to 10 weeks. Is there someone in this backfield that can replace Derrick Henry or are the Titans going to have to switch up their whole run first offense? I think it's going uh, well, the next news is that they signed that they signed Adrian Peterson. So shout out to James. I know my boy James is excited about that. Uh, but I think this goes straight running back by committee. Uh, McNichols, AP. I expect some wide receiver, some wide receiver, a little dump off passes, like screen game, everything they're going to do. I figured like AP would maybe come in and not necessarily take the lead back role, but I feel he would be more of these like straight ahead running back. Whereas McNichols would keep his role as kind of like the passing down back while also getting more touches potentially just on the ground. So I feel that's how that's going to work, but who knows, you know? We'll see if like he's neither of them are Derrick Henry, at least not right now. Oh, but this is a boost to Ryan Tannehill and AJ Brown though. Or no? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Just because they're going to have to throw the ball more. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no one going to replace Derrick Henry's touch, touch percentage. Yeah. And so that just means that they're going to have to throw the ball more. They're going to have to. Hmm. Saints quarterback Jameis Winston suffered a torn ACL that will end his season rough for the Saints. He's on a one-year contract, so uh, who knows what will happen with Jameis Winston. Uh, Does this hurt people on that? I mean, it's got to hurt the pass catchers a little, but I don't know if – were you starting Callaway? Were you starting – I think the pass catchers remain the same. I just think this boosts up Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara again. Even more, even, even with <laughs> even if Taysom Hill gets the the starting job, when's Taysom coming back? Taysom is on track to come back in week nine. Hmm. He's on he's on track to practice to yeah to return in week nine. Then it hurts their touchdowns, but I think Alvin Kamara still get targets. I think Alvin Kamara will still get targets. I think it does hurt Alvin Kamara though, because I do think Taysom, even if he doesn't return in week nine, he'll be back soon, and Taysom Hill. Coming in always has always hurt Alvin Kamara, fantasy wise. Mm. Jaguars running back James Robinson suffered a bruised heel. He is considered day to day right now. It's a rough one. I mean, this is a guy that you were counting on, uh, get a majority of the touches and be fantasy relevant. But uh, we'll just have to. Keep our ears to the ground and uh God, see. the return of the old backs. Carlos Hyde, baby. Carlos Hyde, yeah. <laughs> about to get touches. Yeah, absolutely. Pick up Carlos Hyde or we'll get into that in the waiver wire. 
Maybe. Maybe, maybe. Man, okay. are we pros foreshadowing and everything? <laughs> Man. <laughs> Indianapolis Colts wide receiver T.Y. Hilton will not play on Thursday. He is out with a concussion. I don't think you were starting T.Y. If you if you roster T.Y. Hilton, I think you can drop him. Pittman is is Pittman is that dude. Yeah, yeah. Bucks tight end Rob Gronkowski left Sunday's game early with back spasms. This was his first game back since injuring his ribs in Week Three. Man, how long can you hold on to Rob Gronkowski for? Because whenever he was playing, he was top one of those top tight ends every week. But that was only for two, three weeks. Well, then they have a bye week next week, I think, right? Or maybe it's the week after. Oh, no, I think I, think I would drop. I think it's this week. Oh, you think it's this? Yeah, I think I would drop him. I it's just, it's now you can find a tight end that does what he does, who's just a big red zone target. I mean, we saw it with CJ. He does what he does, doesn't play on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, CJ, I, we called it. Mo Ali Cox is still on the waiver wire a lot. I think both those guys are usable. They're yeah. not. They're not gonna get the targets, but as long as they get a touchdown, you're good, bro. You just want six points from your tight end. Five, yeah. five, maybe some days. Just give me some. Give me a little bit of something. And then Pan- Panthers quarterback Sam Darnold took a huge hit at, uh, and left early with a concussion. We will see uh, what Sam Darnold is doing. We already said time to move on from Sam Darnold. Uh, do not play this man, uh, especially now with a concussion. You can go ahead and move on from Sam Darnold. I just wanted Chris Tucker to come out of nowhere and be like, you got knocked the fuck out. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> True. Yeah. That, that dude, that dude looked like, yeah, like a cartoon, like his head stayed in one spot and his whole body shifted wow. all the way over. That was bad. Um, I think, and then Sterling Shepard, I think, hurt his hamstring in the uh, the game. A Monday night's game, yeah. yeah Sterling Shepard, and then he didn't return. Uh, so yeah, left continue. early, didn't return. Continue. It's the same hamstring that yeah he he was questionable to play on Monday night to begin with. He did end up going and starting, and then left early with that same hamstring injury. So, um, with the Panthers, Sam Darnold, does this hurt DJ Moore? It, I mean, DJ Moore has been kind of hurt a, a little bit with his bad play the past few weeks, and it's a, it's been mm-hmm. somewhat frustrating. So hopefully PJ Walker can, you know, throw him the ball more because, you know, he's like their best wide receiver. But, yeah, we'll see. Definitely yeah, Sam Darnold wasn't doing it American as of late. Football. The yeah. offense has slowed down a lot. I, I'm not sure how much more PJ Walker will do compared to Sam Darnold, but. Yeah, I think it does hurt him a little bit. And they play the Patriots defense next week. Rough. All right, that'll do it for the news. Let's move on to our waiver wire. So, is there anyone that you guys couldn't use for this list over... 33% 33% rostered that you guys would be looking at before this list. Before uh, you guys' this list. Like, uh, I, New York Jets running back, Michael Carter, he's 69.1% owned. 
I would be looking at adding Michael Carter before some of the guys on my list, at least the the second two. Uh, yeah, I mean, I uh, I will agree with you on that, seeing as I discussed him in my start article for this past week, and which is really nice because he he went off. Nailed it. Yeah, I've been, it's been nice. It's been like three weeks where it's like the, I've been right. So it's like, OK, I'm on a I'm on a bit of a if you oh, say you're getting a, hot. I have certain yeah, tables. No, yeah, two, certain, two is heating up, bro. Three is on fire. You yeah. got fire. Yeah, yeah. So um that feels very good. But yeah, Michael Carter is he him and Ty Johnson both get targeted a lot. And then uh Devontae Parker. Devontae Parker is Miami Dolphins wide receiver, 56.1% rostered. He gets targets whenever he's playing. He has not played a lot this season, but uh, yeah, he gets a lot of targets whenever he does play. So if you're uh, lacking in the wide receiver category, Devontae Parker, you guys got anyone? Uh, Tyler Boyd's only 71% rostered, which I think is kind of low. Yeah. I think people got kind of got sick of Tyler Boyd and all dropped him. Uh, a week or two ago this guy and so yeah so if he's out there i mean go check go check that waiver well, that's another thing go check after people after the waiver wire runs through go check who was dropped because sometimes people are crazy and they get sick of people and they just go off and drop them and then you come up on some would, would you be guys, prime real estate would like. you guys call me crazy if i picked up odell I yes did it. oh i did it <laughs> i did it no ah oh, man was, no, I, I would not. Start, I, I would start him. I just picked him up, you know, just left on in the bench. Come on. Can't leave yeah, him down the waiver wire. You, I feel you, but man, you want him to be on someone at the end of someone else's bench, don't let's, you? Let's trade him, Browns. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. You guys <laughs> All right, let's get into our to our waiver wires. Who wants to go first? Um I could I could go first. Yeah, you get it. Mine is as another New York Jet wide receiver, Jamison Crowder, eighteen point seven percent rostered. Crowder has been back for four weeks now. He's seen six plus targets in each game. He's been very consistent. Someone you can throw in for an injured player or someone come who's on by. I mean, his ceiling isn't super high. He has the ability to score a touchdown, but his floor is so high that. Jamison Crowder needs to be rostered and can definitely get you some through some bye weeks. So Jamison Crowder, easy one for me. I agree. He is on my list and he's not my first pick, but he is, is definitely there because I like him as a receiver. I think he's a little bit underrated. I think he's one of those, like a prime example of a great player or a good player on a bad team. And so if he was able to go somewhere else, I think people would be like, Oh yeah, this Jamison Crowder guy. It's like, yes, that's, you know, people have been saying this or if they've been paying attention for a while about James Crowder, but um, I'll stick with the Jets and go with um, Mike White, the, <laughs> the backup quarterback. He is 0.6% rostered and dun, 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 the Mikeinator, a.k.a. Mike White. The meta-sponsored humanoid augmented reality bill has passed. The system 
goes online October 31st, 2021. Human decisions are removed from football strategy. Mike White begins to learn at a geometric rate. It becomes self-aware at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, October 31st. In a panic, the Bengals try to pull the plug. Mike White fights back. Um, <laughs> so this is that uh this is not me saying that you have to start him because i understand like this is somewhat it might be like oh he's just reacting to him having a great game and that i i'm not doing that but i think there's there's a lot involved you know with him including not including to but not limited to uh the legality of a robot playing football you know that's still up in the air because, you know, sentience plays a factor. Is it fair in an athletic competition? You know, a bunch of those things that Congress still has to figure out. But until then, I say pick up Mike White because, like I said, you don't have to play him. But I think as long as you have him, you can see like, oh, yeah, he's he's legit uh, or or not. But I think he's a, a, a viable option if he continues to play this way, which I think he can given his operating system. So... The, the guy looks like a robot. Yeah. He looks like somebody. His like name is his name is literally Mike White. <laughs> like it looks like somebody. I just like, want to know how can I follow that? <laughs> that should have been your last pick, bro. Come on, why you do me like that? I don't have no skit for Van Jefferson. His name is Van <laughs> Jefferson. <laughs> I just like the player. Uh, so my first <laughs> my first pick uh, is again Van Jefferson for or. Four out of the last six games, six or more targets. He's in a good offense. Deshaun Jackson wants to get traded because Jefferson is um, obviously outperforming him, outsnapping him. Uh, so I think that that's a guy that I'm looking for at the end of the bench. Yeah, wide receiver for the Los Angeles Rams who are clicking right now. That whole team, that whole offense is just, they are firing on all cylinders. And then they go and trade for... <clears throat> Uh, for a linebacker yeah Von Miller man that Rams that Rams team is going to be scary come the end of the season they also played Tennessee who just gave 31 points so and lost Derrick Henry yeah all right next up on my list number two for me is Philadelphia running back Boston Scott who is 4.9 percent rostered I don't know if you guys heard, but on Saturday, Miles Sander was placed on IR, which means he'll miss at least three weeks. Sunday's game against the Lions was the first of three. And while Kenneth Gainwell seemed to be the next up, truly he was the receptions back, that, and that's what made him fantasy relevant. He did carry the ball a career high of 13 times, but for 27 yards, and the, he didn't have a single target running on 31 percent of the offensive snaps Boston Scott really came in he played 45 percent of the snaps he's carried the ball one less time he carried the ball 12 times for 60 yards he's gotten the end zone Boston Scott has done it in the past came in for injuries for this Philadelphia Eagles team and gotten the job done Boston Scott again someone who can fill in at a flex spot can fill in through a bye can fill in through an injury in real life and on your fantasy team so I'm saying go ahead and go pick up Boston Scott. And they play the Chargers next week. Um, we know all everyone knows the Chargers struggle with the run. That's that's the main weakness of the team. So the, the Eagles ran the ball 46 times. 
It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to run it that much again. Uh, but Boston Scott's going to be their number one running back for the foreseeable future. So my number two guy is Ty Johnson, who is also on the Jets, 5.3% rostered. So if you pay attention, all three of my top picks come (laughs) from the New York football Jets. That's because... That is a bold take. Yeah, that's because I changed my mind. Now, now, uh, sentient being Mike White android extraordinaire is taking them all the way to the promised land he is leading that team and ty johnson is coming along for the ride he both he and michael carter are getting a ton of uh, targets uh the two of them in the past two weeks have been targeted 36 times now carter has had the majority of those but johnson still had 11 catches on 13 targets over the past two weeks and that's just great ppr stuff and whether you're um, whether they're blown out or are going toe to toe with teams now that again Mike White is the quarterback, I'll say it again. He is he's in there. He can play with the best of them. He's the new goat. Sure, yeah. Uh, but yeah, these running backs are getting thrown the ball. That's my point. And so, like, if you if you can't get Michael Carter, get Ty Johnson because he's also having good games due to the him getting passes. I have a question for you, Keone. <laughs> Yes. Colts Jets this Thursday. That was your old thing. Now you got your new thing in the Jets. Who are you picking? Oh. Who are you um, picking? This is all reliable versus the new flea. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I Ladies, think, is, watch this type of man is. Watch this. I think okay. I think both offenses are gonna do well because you're stalling. He, you're stalling. <laughs> Answer the question. I think the Colts have a better defense, so I will go with the Colts. But I score. think it will be—I think it will be a shootout. Yes. <laughs> All right, Ryan. Who's your third? <laughs> Producer Ian said he's scared to commit. <laughs> Commitment issues. Oh, ladies. Uh, we talked about Derek Derek Henry's injury earlier, but my second one is Jeremy Nich- Nichols. He's only one point not one. 0.9% rostered. Uh, he hasn't gotten a single like rushing attempt in two games, but he gets passing down work. And I, everyone, we just all said that they're going to pass more because he can't really replace Derrick Henry. So um, the one game where all the receivers are hurt, he did get 12 targets. Possibility of him being more involved in the offense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he almost made my list. He, was, he would have been fourth for me. Um, my third is quarterback Taysom Hill for the New Orleans Saints. 0.9% rostered. As we talked about, Jameis went down against the Buccaneers. When he got tackled real awkwardly, bent that knee in a really unconventional way. Uh, yeah, he's he's missing the rest of the season. Now, while Taysom Hill hasn't played since week five when he suffered a concussion, he is expected to be on track and has a chance to play in week nine. If and when Taysom Hill does come back, I expect him to take over this starting job as the quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. And his rushing ability 
and his ability to move all over the field has always given Hill uh, a very high upside in fantasy when he does play. If and when he is the starting quarterback, he's going to be a top 12 quarterback in fantasy. So go ahead and go get Taysom Hill. He could easily be a league winner for you. Uh, we've we've already talked about my third guy, which was James Crowder, you know, and Corey, De- Corey Davis might not play this game on Thursday. So maybe go with Jamison Crowder if you're either desperate or, you know, need a good flex play potential because uh, he's going to probably be the number one receiver for the Jets and and Mike White besides the running backs. And then, so yeah, also Jeremy McNichols and then maybe even Adrian Peterson, who's 0.1% rostered. So just to even have him on like for his potential possibly. And if, if anything, you can use him just as a trade, you know, trade bait, I guess. If you don't have confidence in him, I'm sure somebody else will be like, oh, there's Adrian Peterson coming back and you can sell him for, or you can trade him for more than he's worth, I guess, at this potentially. All right. Uh, for me, Pat Fryermuth. Is that how you say his name, JJ? Yeah. Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Uh, back to that games with seven targets each. Um, I think that he's going to be involved in the offense. Oh, thank you, Ian, for saying you're proud of me. I appreciate it. <laughs> All compliments always needed. Um, <laughs> oh, always needed. I like that. Uh, what is it called? But back-to-back games, uh, with seven targets. Got a touchdown this week. Did you see it? Did you see it, his touchdown? It was nasty. I think it was filthy. It was nasty. Uh, with guy all over him and everything. Um, yeah. I like I like him. I like him. He's athletic. Um, him, Big Ben team have a good connection. Uh, every broadcast, they say he's like Heath Miller. It just has to be brought up two <laughs> white tight ends. They got to bring it up every time. <laughs> but uh, they play um, Chicago and Detroit the next two games and then the Chargers. Um, teams that have given up points to the tight end. So we can see it keep happening. They also all, they have well, Chicago and Chargers have good pass rush. I mean, Ben's going to get the ball out quickly. I like it. All right, that'll do it for this week's waiver wire. Let's move on to our week eight recap. What are two takeaways you guys had from this week's slate of games? Keone, you want to start us off? Uh, Sure. Matt Nagy needs to be fired. I think we saw in this game that he is the X factor. I don't know. I know they still lost. So that's, that's like, Oh, there's, there's an excuse to keep him around, but clearly they were better, especially Justin Fields. It was his best game of the season by far. And it came when Matt Nagy was not calling the plays. And so Justin Fields had uh, 278 yards with a hundred of that on the worth at over a hundred of that on the ground. He had his highest passing percentage as a starter at over 70%. And he got in the end zone twice, which he has not done this season so far. And did you see the play that he ran in the end zone for? Skr, skr, oh my skr. God. Bro, this man, was it was this man is athletic and yeah. he's just not being utilized or the scheme. They're not scheming the game to utilize Properly. his abilities. Yeah. So, you know, get Jane Lynch back in there at, at head coach and <laughs> Because she she knows how to use him <laughs> as quarterback. Um, I'm sorry, the head coach or the the replacement coach looked like Jane. Looks Lynch. a lot like Jane Lynch now that you say it. <laughs> um, but yeah, still fire Matt Nagy. All right. Um, my first takeaway 
Daryl Henderson, running back from the Los Angeles Rams. He finished as a running back three on the week. Henderson touched the ball 15 times for 93 yards and scored two touchdowns. He's been really great all season long. He's only scored less than 14 points one time all season, and he's the running back 11 right now. The next few weeks are pretty good for the Rams. They play the Titans, the 49ers, the Packers, the Jaguars in the next four weeks, which none of which, none of them are great run defenses. Hinder season is in full effect. You should go trade for him if you don't have him. And if you have him, hold on to him and start him up every week. Daryl Henderson has been a monster. Okay. Well, this pick is going to surprise some people. Kyler Murray, I think, needs to be traded away right now. Okay? Jay Glazer said that his ankle injury, which you, again, on Thursday night, he was in the boot, one to three weeks, probably will miss this week. But I think it's going to affect him the rest of the year because if he's not scrambling around, I think he's as good. Last year, before his injury, 28.2 fantasy points per game. After it, 17.66. If he's not ran and, and, <laughs> wait for it. Hopkins, like I told you guys, he, he wasn't getting targets and then he got hurt. I don't think this offense is going to be explosive. The, the offensive line, wasn't that good versus Green Bay? He was getting hit a lot. That last that last hit was nasty. You saw how bad he was limping. I just think that if he's not doing all the crazy stuff that makes him him, he's not going to be able to pass the ball pass the ball around like that. I think his fantasy production goes down. This is the time to trade him. I actually like that. I don't think that is crazy or a hot take at all. We saw last year, whenever he heard his, his shoulder, he did not play the same. He wasn't, he wasn't able to run whenever he heard his shoulder. So how is he going to be able to run on an ankle injury? An ankle. You know? Everyone knows ankle injuries affect the whole season. No, Ryan, everyone... you tell him. You know about ankle injuries. <laughs> tell him. <laughs> all right. But again, 28.1 was literally number one fantasy points per game. Right, he drops down to seventeen point six six. They end up losing what, or they were six and two at one point, and then end up not making the playoffs. Yeah, I'm not saying that this is that same team. But the injuries are starting to pick up, and I just think if he's not him, that's a unique type of way he plays. You can't copy. You can't copy that, and you have to be a full healthy to do that. Yeah. Keone, you have a second takeaway. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, so my second takeaway is for backup quarterbacks coming in clutch, all three backups that came into the game this week or who played, um, came in clutch and got their teams, uh, a, a nice big, uh, fat W Mike. I'm a real boy white who I've already talked about had 405 yards and three touchdowns. He did have two interceptions, but he uh, played with machine-like precision with an 82.2% completion, per, uh, completion percentage on his passes. Cooper Rush made his family proud with over 300 yards and a pair of touchdowns in the Cowboys' huge road win. And then Trevor Simeon did enough to get the, the crucial win over a, a divisional matchup. And, but my, my, uh, my thing is, do you want an inception-level fun fact about one of these? Okay. Okay. So... 
on Andy Sunday. Andy Dalton the second is actually Cooper. <laughs> Cooper Rush is actually Andy Dalton the second. Wild. I know they do look very similar with their red beards and stuff. Red, red hair. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so Cooper Rush on Sunday, his touchdown pass to Amari Cooper was the first time a touchdown has happened where the passer's first name was the same as the receiver's last name. Okay, so that's cool, but it gets better. Last year, Andy Dalton, who you said looks like him, became the only passer to throw a touchdown to a to a receiver whose first name was the last name of the person throwing the ball, and that was to Dalton Schultz, mm -hmm. also of the Dallas Cowboys. So that's even better, but here's where it gets really cool. Both of those touchdowns happened in games between the Cowboys and the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. I did not know that last part. Crazy. Yeah, just levels on levels. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right, my second takeaway is Mr. Fitted, Jonathan Taylor. He carried the ball 16 times for 70 yards. He got in the end zone. I mean, his last five games, he's been the running back eight, two, two, ten, and then seven this week. He is the running back two on the season right now and has a chance to catch King Derrick Henry with his injury and him being out. He's averaging 45.6 snaps a game, which is 69% of the total offensive snaps. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> he's also uh, he also has 57% of the Colts total carries this season. He is this running back, the running back one for the Colts, and he might be the running back one by the end of the season for fantasy. Mr. Fitted is that dude. I mean, this whole team is playing really well. Jonathan Taylor is playing well. Carson Wentz, Michael Pittman. I mean, it's, but they're it's not winning games. They're not winning Hell games. Yeah, baby. <laughs> they're not winning games. But it's great for fantasy, so I'll take it. <laughs> uh my next point is that <laughs> um trade for Elijah Mitchell. In his five games, he's averaging 16 rushing attempts and 86 yards, and he has three touchdowns. He's number one in, in this rushing offense. And we always used to say, we if we can just get the back, if we can just get the back, we, I think he's the back. Trey Sermon isn't involved. Uh, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo had two rushing touchdowns, but most of the time that's not going to happen. They'll probably run those in with him, Elijah Mitchell. I just think that his value is not at the point where it should be, and you can go get him right now, and he can be the rest of the year flex to RB, RB2 range. Absolutely. I would the only downfall about him is he does not get targets. He only has four targets. Yeah. He's caught all but, of them. <laughs> got good hands. <laughs> Strong hand, but <laughs> but not getting them. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I mean, I told you that he was one of the players that is was over 33% rostered, so I couldn't put him on my list last week. But I told you go pick him up if you could. And now he's like 81% rostered. And so hey, that that's still 19% leagues. Go pick him up if you can. Uh, go, yeah, go get Elijah Mitchell. I like that. All right, that'll do it for today's podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. You guys can follow us wherever you guys are listening to this. Apple Podcast, Spotify, wherever you guys get your podcasts, like, follow, subscribe. 
give us a five-star rating if you are so inclined go ahead and tell your friends because word of mouth helps a lot you guys can find all of our content on our website fantasydaydreamers.com you guys can also follow us on instagram and twitter at ff daydreamers you guys got anything to plug not right Um, now at, at the time of this recording uh shout out to a happy birthday rich aka papa sage Papa Sage. Shout out to Papa Sage. Happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. All right. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. Remember, you guys got to always stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming.